every challenge that you have is basically the universe or whatever you want to call it, tapping you on the shoulder going, hey, Benoit, there's a great opportunity. But the old Benoit was like, this is bullshit. These guys should fucking know this. Broken record for three years, right? Until right now, this very moment, contractors have always been on their own, not as tradespeople, but being alone and knowing how to take their business to the next level. They call us working class. They call us blue collar. They say that we don't have the smarts to become the business owner that we're meant to be. That is such bullshit. You have the ability. You're more than any of that. The question really is where do you get the insights that you need specific to contracting to systemize your business so you can get your profits to pay for your freedom? I'm Andrew Houston. I'm going to show you how to make more profits, how to get more control, how to get more freedom in the simplest, quickest way possible without any of that bullshit. Welcome to the No Bullshit Podcast for Contractors. Listen up, level up, and if you learn something, like the video, subscribe to the channel, change your business, change your life. All right, everybody, welcome to the No Bullshit Podcast for Contractors. Um, I've got my man here, Benoit Duquette, and I'm going to get him to introduce himself to you guys. But uh, for anybody listening in, uh, if this is your first time, it literally, literally is a No Bullshit Podcast. So we're not going to hold back any punches. You know, we're not going to sugarcoat shit. Uh, and we're going to bring you guys some insights that, um, and most times, some really good tactics that you guys can actually take, apply to your business and get better results than what you're getting right now. Um, so, Benoit, welcome, dude. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing awesome. I'm doing freaking amazing. I'm doing better now that you, you know, we got this technology issue uh, resolved. <laughs> right? well, we, found an issue. we found there a solution pretty fast. Exactly. Hey, for anybody listening in, uh, we had some technical issues. You know, I'm, I'm using this Zoom. We're using Zoom right now. Uh, we were using this other software. It wasn't working, but you know, isn't this the typical day of a contractor? Like you wake up, you've got this intention to fucking get shit happening, make the day the best day. And then what happens? Curveballs, right? And by noon, you're on plan Z. Exactly. Exactly. Oh man, I'm going to do this today. And then it's like, yeah, now we're at Z, right? Plan Z, right? So tell us a little bit about where you're located, what's your contracting company about, and then we're going to get into some of the amazing results you've gotten. And then some of the things that have gotten you there. And uh, I always say this, we're always on the journey. So no matter where you're at, um, for you, Benoit, no matter where anybody's at listening to this podcast, if you're a contractor and you're an owner, um, even if you work for a contracting company, but especially if you're an owner of a contracting company, we're all about a prop for contractors, turning contractors into champion CEOs. And that's making them better business people um, because most of us are really good at the trade. So where are you located? Tell us about your business. Let's get into this, dude. It's a small electrical company in uh, Clarence, Rockland, Ontario, uh, just outside Ottawa, maybe 30 minutes outside of Ottawa. Um, Small-ish. We're, well, we're 12 guys now, so we're getting there, getting bigger. Uh, we do a lot of resident, res, new residential, uh, uh, residential renova- renovation, commercial renovations, new commercial buildings, uh, pumping stations with a lot of controls. We we touch pretty much everything. So uh, pretty much busy all year round. So I keep the guys happy. I love it, dude. I love it. I mean, man, I used to back in the old days, I'm sure you remember, um, 
you know, I was working with uh, Neil Perdum Insulation. Yeah. Um, no, I, they're not too far from here, but be five minutes from here. Exactly, dude. So I was, used to be on the road driving in the middle of winter, like driving out to <laughs> Rockland, you know, and that, that's when I was coaching all these different companies as well, right? Um, you know, some pizza places and things of that nature, uh, what have you, but law firms and all the rest of that shit. So, dude, your name came up. Yeah, I've known this name for a long time. Yeah, we spoke about two and a half, maybe three years ago That's originally. Right, That's right. Uh, I heard about you guys through Prudhomme slash uh, their neighbor, Millstrong Cabinet. Yep. Uh, and then uh, we finally started this January, and I should have did it three years ago. Hey, dude, listen. The- we, we got to live in the present and reflect and learn from the past. And that's what we're yeah. going to do today. So, it, Hey, you're here today. You've made incredible progress. Um, so let's talk a little bit about some of the challenges that you had before you came to prop for contractors. What are some of the things that, that you just, you, you know, maybe even some of the things that you were having going back three years ago, right. That stayed with you. Maybe got a little bit better, got a little bit worse. What were some of the, if you were to list the top, let's say, Start with the top three biggest challenges and problems you had. Uh, well, no, num- number one was was profit. Uh, we weren't in the red, so we we're lucky there. We were we were making money, but not justifying the amount of work and the amount of risk taken to get mm-hmm. that money. Uh, definitely one number one profit. Number two, as we got uh, bigger uh, in the past three years, while the organization the lack of organization was getting very apparent. Uh, and the more guys we hired, the worse it got. So mm-hmm. that's, that's definitely number two. Um, and number three was the lost time. The, this is a, the wages we were paying that weren't actually worked. Mm-hmm. And we had lost control on that for sure. Interesting. Now, you know, how long have you been in business for? Well, the business has been around since 83. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad started in 83. I somewhat took over for the past six years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've grown a lot for the past six years, but before, before that was just my dad and myself, uh, maybe one more guy, then we're basically four employees. So we can easily keep track of everything. We were all, we were both working. So we were on site, we were seeing every single job and monitoring every single job so there was no issues but when we started growing uh that's when yeah the issues started benoit do you have kids yes i do mm-hmm. how many kids you got uh one my own a 17 year old boy my uh partner has a uh, 11 and 13 year old girl okay so i'm gonna use and by the way i never know what the hell i'm gonna use right because this is no bullshit podcast right like it's not like you and i haven't had some prep call or something right i mean you've had you've had a prep call with with yeah. Stephanie probably on like you know what are some of the areas that you you know you want to table some of the progress that you made right so we got a bit of a baseline but you and I've never prepped for this right no okay no. perfect so anybody listening in I use analogies all the time okay and sometimes I will get into coaching and tactics I always like to cover off a couple of tactics that way you got, that that way you guys listening in can go this is no, this isn't bullshit like man I can do this right. So let me just come up with my first analogy. Growing your team is like having kids. People are like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, well, let me come to the analogy. So when I had our first child, Madison, okay, that was tough enough. It was her first kid. 
And I thought, you know what? When we have a second kid, it's going to be easier because we've got this baseline knowledge. Hmm. Had our kids basically two years apart, right? And we've only got two kids. But where am I going with this? When we had Mikey, okay, I thought it was going to be easier. It was fucking not easier. It was like, and I love being a dad, okay? Ben, do you like being a dad or what? Oh, yeah, of course I do. It's the best thing, right? Yeah. Okay. But when you have one more child, the amount of work, okay, the amount of challenging situations, it's not just double. It's exponential. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anybody that has kids, if you've got one child, you might be like, well, Andy, Andrew can't really relate. Well, then you got to trust me. Okay. And even Benoit, tell me, I mean, is it true? Like having one child is tough enough. When you get two, wow. When you have three, it's like, it's not linear. And they're not the same. Yes. Same so, for employees. Same There's as employees. No one is the same. No one is the same. Right. Oh, I got four employees. I'll just add another one. I'll just add another one. I'll add another one. All of a sudden, it goes from like somewhat control, right, to like, holy yeah. fuck, we're in chaos. Yeah. And then it's like, now what do I do? True? True. For sure. You, you've got to, you, you want to keep them all busy. Tell, do, tell me if this is real. You, you got to get more sales. You got to do, oh, you just got to do an extra quote. No, dude, you got to do like exponentially get more leads, exponentially do more quotes, exponentially go through job walkthroughs. Exp- like it's just fucking huge, right? Yeah. And then you see that big project ending and you have two or three or four guys sitting there and then, oh, where are they going tomorrow? I got four extra guys. Where are they going? Right, dude. So, so. You know, and I'll be straight up with you, okay? As much as you said that you were in control, I'm going to call bullshit on. Okay, now what I mean by it, I'm not saying that you're lying. I'm just saying that when, when because of what I know of what's needed, even with a four-person crew, mm-hmm. that I didn't even know back in the day, okay, until I had to figure it out or get experts or whatever, or pay for, you know, some sort of coaching or buy a program or something. Yeah. I didn't even know what I didn't know. So even with your four-person team, there's a shitload of stuff that was missing. You were just in enough control that it wasn't running your life. But there's a whole shitload of stuff that you weren't doing. Would that okay. be true? Yeah, for sure. Okay. So now you know. Now you got like 13 guys, right? Yeah. So anybody listening in, I said to you just before we got on this, the only prep thing I said was pretty much was basically I said, Ben, well, our purpose here is to make – as many good contractors, good people, because if any of you guys are malicious or unethical, get the fuck off this podcast because I don't want to help people like that. No, I'm deadly serious because I'm not into that. Okay. Now I can't prevent it, but you heard me. If you, you know, you know who you are, but for the good people out there that are hardworking, they're ethical, they're, they, they're trying to provide and, uh, you know, a good life for their family, for their employees, for themselves, help the community stay on the podcast. Okay. So the reality is, if you're listening on this, like I said, the Benoit, I said, one of the main things is to let people know, contractors, that they're not alone. So if you're driving in your truck and you're listening to this, Benoit, did you ever feel alone? I used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Tell, me, tell me about that. Um, just didn't know where to start. Didn't know where, who to ask for help. Didn't know. Just. You're alone. 
Yeah, hello. <laughs> then no. Right. Hey, I need two people to talk to. Okay, I'm going to grab two mirrors. Hey, man, what do you think? Yeah, I don't exactly. Know. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like seriously. A lot of conversation with myself. <laughs> it's true, though, isn't it? Yeah. Like, so you might be driving in your truck right now, guys, and you're like, that's fucking me. Like, I look in the mirror. Like, I used to I used to look at that mirror in the truck all the time. I'd be like, I'd pull up. Guys wouldn't be doing something. And I'd look in the mirror and just be like, are you freaking kidding me? They're not done this yet. Yeah. What the hell? And I'd look in the mirror and go, what is going on? I'd be like talking to myself, dude. Or that, or did I literally just have to tell them that? Yes. Did I have to, like, you got to think, you got, you, you, you almost got to train them like a kid. Start from basics. Basics. Whatever you think is stupid, write it down and tell it to them because they might not even be thinking about that. They're not aware of it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna use an analogy here again, okay, for everybody listening. So the previous analogy, hopefully, it makes sense, guys. Now, here's a little tip. Here's a little principle. This is no bullshit. Get out of your fucking heads if you're listening and going. I am not gonna spend time teaching that person that. They should know that. Yeah. Well, guess what? Then it's gonna come back to bite you over and over and over and over. So you can keep telling yourself, like I used to, and probably Benoit, right? Come on, they should know that. I shouldn't have to tell them that. Yeah, don't assume. Just no, exactly. Okay, guys, build a business that's so simple that a six or eight year old can understand your policies, procedures, and what you're saying. If they can follow it, you're like seriously, Andrew. Yes, because then it's scalable. True. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I have one example that happened today. Even just, just you, you would know that you're an electrician. Maybe S four staple. Oh my God, are you serious? I went on a job. There was a 14-2 and a 14-3 and a 12-2 under an F4 staple. Never would I thought it would have had, like, look at the label on the staple. What is it rated for? Like, we've never done that before. And I walked on a job and saw that. Like, never would I have thought that I would have had to teach that. But now I do. And so, especially, you know, anybody listening, what an S4 staple is? Okay. So basically, if I if you were to take a saw like a sausage, so anybody that's not a licensed electrician, if you're to take a sausage, this staple is designed to the to basically fasten, right? Whether it's like typically SO4 goes to it's it's a staple, just like a staple in a staple gun, everybody listening in, that that goes over top a certain size of wire. Okay. Picture that the wire that it needs to go over. I'm not talking eight, three, six, I'm not gonna people are like, what are you talking about? Whatever. Just picture it's a sausage. Okay. Now, what they used it for when he says 14-2, okay, guys, it basically take your pen, like a marker, like a small marker, and you're going to put it underneath that staple that was meant for that sausage. You, everybody listening in, every contractor is going to be like, I fucking know what Andrew's going to say next. The amount that they have to smash that S4 staple to even grip, touch that 14-2 is mental. Like, even me telling you, even me talking about this, like, oh, my God. Even though we're teaching the principle of, like, you have to teach these people, it's still, like, you telling me this, like, irritates me. Because I know they're going to be there with a fucking hammer smashing yeah. this thing. They know they're not, you, they know they're not using it for what it's supposed to be used for. True? Exactly. So how That's did you approach it? What's that? I haven't yet. I just, okay. I, I just, I just saw that about 20 minutes ago. And I now, this is an apprentice, I hope. Uh, there was a licensed electrician on site, so I don't care. (laughs) 
And so this is a prime example. How do yeah. we approach it now versus how we approached it before? And why is this important principle? That you, what's the principle that you want people to get out of this? Hit it, hit, nail it home. Yeah, is write procedures for everything. Yes. Do videos, take pictures. Why? Um, why? Because it's going to be clear for everybody on board. Everybody. So there's no excuses. There's no excuses. It's clear for everybody. You have it ready for new new employees coming in, new apprentices coming in. It's ready. Show them. Right. Do a booklet. Do a video. Do training on everything. That's that's what I've started doing a lot, and I, it's resolving a lot of the issues. Um, there's no excuse, and it's there for everybody. Okay. So everybody listening in, I'm going to add the Benoit's lesson, which is actually. It comes prior to what Ben was lesson is. So Ben was lesson is super critical. So what he's just to make sure we're all clear. Everybody's like, I understood what he said, but I just want to make sure, make sure. You want to write procedures, guys. You want to write basically a manual for your business. Okay. So that no matter who comes into the business, they follow the same culture, same procedures, the same way of doing something. So that you you create. You basically what he's saying to the next level, okay, is you are creating value for your business. Guys, one of the worst things you can do, I'm going to come back to the, what you, the lesson that we learned in just a second prior to what you're saying, mm -hmm. but one of the biggest things, guys, is that you got to get this shit out of your head. Stop assuming. That's, uh, that's a great, Benoit, what you said, stop assuming, okay, yeah. that the simple stuff they should just get. So here's the core principle prior to, so that you can get your help. So one of the biggest things I think Benoit to touch on, because I want to get into some of the changes in profits and talk about numbers so that, because everybody likes to hear that. They like to hear, okay, Benoit, how much more profitable are you? Right type of thing. So we'll get into that. And then what are some of the tactics? This is one of the tactics. Yeah. When you have a system that standardizes your business, you're standardizing your profitability. I will say it again. When you have a system that standardizes how people do things, you are able to standardize your profitability because you are setting the game plan of what success, what the definition of success is. Is it true, Benoit? Exactly, yeah. Okay, so here's the core principle. Everybody listening. The biggest thing that will make, one of the biggest shifts in your business, everybody listening in, is your fucking beliefs. So here's the big belief for today. Use every challenge you have and look at it with the belief that it is an opportunity to improve your business. Sounds simple. But how many of you guys listening in, Ben, while you tell me, where you had that goddamn problem? Dude, when we talked three years ago, I got a bad memory for certain things with my wife and I. And, and yet she's like, how do you remember this shit with your client? I'm like, I don't know. No. Okay. I remember our discussion. And that you had the same goddamn problem three years ago. Yeah. I can't believe, Andrew, these guys just don't do these things. And I said, Benoit, we got to write this. And I'll be honest, if I'm correct, I could be wrong. But you didn't have a strong enough belief that that was going to solve that problem. You didn't have the strong enough belief that some of the simple tactics were going to have as big of impact. Okay, true? You're right. Yeah. So the belief, guys, you got to listen in on before we come up with Because if, if you don't get your headspace, all you listeners into the right belief system at this point, if this doesn't resonate with you, then again, I will advise you to get off the podcast. Why? Because no matter what fucking tactic, 
that Benoit mentions that he got from Prof for Contractors that he implemented and he's got results on, if you don't believe that you've got opportunities where you can apply that, then it's a, this is a complete waste of time. So you, the number one belief out of today for everybody listening is every challenge that you have is basically the universe or whatever you want to call it, tapping you on the shoulder going, hey, Benoit, there's a great opportunity here. But the old Benoit was like, this is bullshit. These guys should fucking know this. Broken record for three years, right? They just assume you, they, you, they know what you know, which is not the case. And one way to, if they want to see if it's a, it's a problem for them, write down those little issues, write them down. And I can guarantee you between two weeks, one of them is going to come back, if not more. Just write them down, little issue, hey, they didn't install that box properly, they didn't install that light properly, or a guy called me because they didn't have that, they didn't have that. Just write it down. And within two weeks, you're going to you're gonna notice things are coming back and coming back and coming back. Dude, I love it. Okay, so guys, so let's get into, like, by the way, he just gave you an example of a simple thing, okay? So you're, it's people listening in, especially if those sparkies are listening in, and they're like, you're telling me you're going to write a procedure for an S4 staple? And Benoit's going to go, yeah. yeah. So let's get into some of these tactics, okay? I'm going to wrap up today's podcast with a really good analogy so that you guys understand that when Benoit goes through these simple tactics that he's applied, and, and we're going to talk about his results, I'm going to fucking put the nail in the coffin. I'm going to write this down, okay? Okay, I got it. That's going to blow all you guys away to hopefully – Put the, you know, nail at home. Okay. So, Benoit, you got, you grew from four to 13 people. Yep. You have more than, well, you more than tripled the size of your business. Right? Okay. Yep. So, why did it take you so long? It took you three years to get on board. Dude, you weren't ready for that question, were you? Not at all. <laughs> Woo! Uh, honestly, thought I can do it on my own. Yep. Mm-hmm. Stubbornness, mm-hmm. afraid of letting go. Mm-hmm. Nothing to do with uh, pride, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, pride is, I'm taking pride that I can figure this out on my own. Yeah. And yeah, I was able to figure it out on my own, but I needed the tools. And the knowledge I have now with you guys to, so I have the time to do it on my own. Right. It's, if I'm dealing, if I'm dealing with the same issues coming back and coming back and not, not uh, setting up my calendar and not dedicating certain times to do certain things, I'm just going around the circle and I'm getting nothing done. So the reality was just to make sure that I'm, I'm just. Because this is no bullshit. So you can still call bullshit on me, right? That's like the rules of the game on this, right? You can say, no, Andrew, I disagree with what you just said. What I said before is I'm sticking to it. I'm I'm totally cool with it. Like, this is not some, it only works one way. Like, you call me on bullshit if you want, okay? So the reality is that you couldn't have done it on your own. Because if you could have done it on your own, you would have solved the fucking problems within three years. For sure. No, problems got worse within three years, though. Right now, I'm being, I'm being, I'm, I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt. I could say six, but I didn't. Okay, think about how many hours you put into this business. 
everybody listening in, like, I just want to get a gauge, okay? Just rough, 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 like just right, pull it out of the sky rough. How many hours roughly, right, a week, were you trying to figure some shit out? Three, four, 10, 20? Five on a good week, maybe. <laughs> okay, right. Yeah. Okay. So in the five, ready for this, dude? Everybody listen in. Ask yourself, everybody listen in, how much time are you able to spend working on the business to solve problems? Now, how many hours a week were you putting in, Benoit? Uh, at the office, 50. Well, no, 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 as a whole. Oh, God. Um, no, I wasn't sleeping. Okay. <laughs> so. so we're talking 80 to 100 hours. Yeah. Okay. So let's just say it was 60. I want to make yeah. a point for everybody listening in. Okay. I'm yeah. just throwing out some numbers. I want everybody to follow these numbers. So let's say Ben was putting in 60. He said like 80. I'm going to be conservative. That way I'm sandbagging. So when you guys listen in, you're going to know Andrew's not bullshitting because I'm really sandbag. I'm really being conservative. Okay. So 60 hours. Out of the 60, you were able to put in five. Okay. That's like a little bit under 10%, right guys? Because 10% would be six hours. So let's say he put in six. So I'm not even going to say five. It's six. Being conservative. Okay. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> How many weeks in a year, Benoit? 52. Mm, interesting. So let's be conservative. Let's just say 50. Six times 50 is what? Everybody? What? 300. Mm -hmm. It was like, yeah, six times 50 is 300. Right. Good. Right. I'm not even going to go with the six years. I'm going to go with the three. 600 times three years. Holy shit. What's that? 1800. 1800 hours. 1800 fucking hours, everybody listening in, that he tried to solve these problems. 1800 hours. And Benoit, because I know him, I know him through other people, because I'll be honest, there are some people that are trying to be business owners, and no offense, I don't believe that everybody can do it. I'll be straight up. If you don't have a certain level of intelligence and acumen, you can't. This fallacy we tell our kids, you can, people tell their kids, I'm not trying to be a parent, I'm just being honest. Oh, you can become anything you want? Bullshit. You can't. What do you mean? Dude, you can't become a Mozart, an Amadeus. You can't, you can't become a fucking pianist if, if you, like, what? No, you can't. You can't become a doctor if you don't have the certain abilities, right? Yeah. It's true. Okay. You're a smart cat. And after 1,800 hours, you can solve the problems. And I'm being conservative. So everybody listening right. in, that's a lot of his freaking life. And that's working on the business. I'm not talking about the fucking 60, 70, 80 hours a week. So everybody listening in, I got, I hope this hits home. Doing it, whether or not you raise your hand to get help from us, whether or not you click on this link below, you hear some, you know, when I finish off these podcasts, it's like you got three things that you can engage on. Join this contractor tips group that's free, whatever. I want you, if, you know, Benoit, if there's one thing that you would say to people so they don't have to wait three years, or five years, or six years. Mm -hmm. What would be the thing that you tell them to get them to go fucking regarding their pride or whatever? So that oh, I can figure this out. What would you say to get yeah. to rattle them to go fuck? Don't do it that way. Stop! Stop, stop procrastinating. No, it's it's life is too short. Just do it. Just, uh, that's all I can say. Just just do it. Life is too short. Uh, don't have a heart attack at fifty. Uh, just, just take the help. Follow the, follow the procedures, and and it works, right? If you do, it, it works. It works. Okay, so let's 
some of the things that worked, okay? And by the way, before we get into some of those strategies, we're going to wrap this thing up in like 10 or 15, okay? Mm -hmm. Totally cool? All right. Yeah, good. So here we go. What, I don't need to know exact, but let's look at percentage-wise, okay? Or even some sort of rough dollar figure, okay? How much more are your profits now? Whatever number you want to use. You, hey, I went from this to this, or it increased by 30% or 20%, or what increase is your profits right now? Well, 20% net, net. Beautiful. Higher. Higher. Okay, everybody listen to that, okay? So now I'm going to go with the next thing. Roughly, just roughly, how much revenue are we talking a year? Just rough. Um, this year, if everything goes back, we sh I'm hoping to hit 250000 Okay. Net. What's your total sales? Uh, basically, last year, $1.1 million. Okay. So everybody listening on this. So not only... Oh, let's add a little icing to the cake. Are you working 80 hours now? No. Hmm. How many hours a week are you working now, Benmo? 44, 50. So you've gone from fucking not sleeping. No, no. no honestly, don't bullshit me. I sleep like a baby now. <laughs> you actually get excited now about the business. Yeah. Okay. So you've gone from like 80 down to 40, 50. How long have you been with us? Uh, since January, end of January. Hmm. Like it's been like three, five years, right? No, guys, it's been like less than six months. Now, but by the way, I'm not making any promises. People are like, what? No, I'm not fucking guaranteeing shit. Why? Because here's what Benoit, let's see what Benoit responds to this. Benoit, were the strategies for the most part fairly simple? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Was there an order though to the strategies? Yes. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Is there anybody on here, Benoit, that you think, we're going to talk about some of them, that that is there any reason why anybody couldn't do these strategies? No reason at all. Hmm, interesting. Okay. So was there other people using these strategies? Like I'm talking about the champion yeah. CEOs of prof for contractors. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Do they all like get better control of their calendar? Survey says yes. Mm -hmm. Do they all know how to price jobs profitably? Survey says yes. Mm -hmm. Do they, am I right? Yeah. Right. Are, they, are we all about making sure that they all got to create SOPs or procedures? Or is it just you that we teach that? No, everybody. And you see it on their Facebook group. Everybody's talking about it. Hey, I went that. I went through that last week. Oh, I went through that this week. Oh, well, that's coming up. Okay, well, I'm going to go through that now. But no, it's the same for everybody. It's the same. It is the same. That, now, now, is it only electrical contractors? Everybody. Every contractor, guys. Okay, so let's come up with a couple of strategies, guys. But I want you to know something. When we look at Benoit's numbers, you guys can go back and pause the video so you can figure out this out yourself. But I'm just going to tell you, at a 20% increase, okay, we're roughly talking an increase of like just roughly, I'm going to sandbag, 200K per year. Okay, fuck the 200K. I'm going to sandbag, sandbag. Let's say it was 100K. We know it's a lot more than 100K. Everybody listening? So not only did he get his life back, not only is he working less hours, not only is he sleeping like a baby, how has it helped the family life? Help a lot. lot, lot not stress when I come home, so I'm in a good mood when I come home. Right, and doesn't it carry, it's like a fuck, it's like a stink, like my dad used to say, Andrew, if you don't get control of your business, picture yourself standing in the manure pile, because I grew up on a farm, and, and picture that no matter where your headspace is at, you still smell of shit. 
I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, that's what you're bringing home every time you're upset. Come on, dad. No, oh no. It is. Whether you think it or not, it's rubbing off on them. True? Exactly. For sure. Oh, yeah. So, dude, we're talking like between three and $600,000 if we were to go back three years ago if you had to take any action. Okay, but but forget about that. Now we're looking. How long are you planning on being in business, Benoit? Oh, as long as I can. So let's hopefully, say a decade. Hopefully eventually sell it. Right. So so even if we go five years, true? Mm-hmm. We're talking between an extra half a million to a million dollars and your life's better. Yeah. Dude, that's fucking like, right? Exactly. And that's that's without you growing. That's just maintaining what you've got. Okay. So what are some of the strategies? Let's just let's just pick the top three. You don't have to put them in order. Just the top three simple strategies that were game changers for you. Defaulting my calendar. Yes. Everybody write this down. Default your calendar. What the hell does that mean? What's it mean, Benoit? What's default just, calendar mean? I thought I had a default before. I started <laughs> I <know. with> <laughs> I've been using Google calendars. I've had calendars for all my crews. I thought it was defaulted. It wasn't. It was no hold on. I'm gonna give you credit. It was, but it wasn't to the degree and with the structure and the principles. Yeah. Just having I I have everything uh on the Monday, what am I supposed to do? On a Tuesday, what I'm supposed to do. You're gonna deviate sometimes off of that because life happens, but you try to stick you try to stick to it and you notice you you know when you can tell your customer my code's gonna be ready for Tuesday afternoon you know, you can guarantee that you know what's happening, you know where, where you're at. And that way you make sure you don't forget anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it not part of your culture now? It is. Mm-hmm. Everybody yeah. listening in, it starts with, you know, people talk about the head down. It's like the you know, analogy. People talk about like what they use the plumber analogy, shit flows downhill. Okay. Shit mm-hmm. does flow downhill. Okay. Also greatness follow, follows downhill. That means Benoit, implementing, correct me if I'm wrong, a, a default calendar, it, it naturally trickled. It has no other choice but to emanate itself through your team and to the clients and to the community, right? Yeah, for sure, yeah. Okay, so, and we've got a whole structure for it, right? We've got Monday morning meetings, Friday re- Friday reflection meetings. You know, we've got all these different meetings. People are like, holy fuck, lots of meetings? No, no, they're effective, profitable meetings, right? For sure, yeah. It solves a lot of problems, uh, and the guys are happy coming out of those meetings. There, we just sat there, and a lot of times it it's, it looks like we're just shooting the shit, shooting bullshit, but mm. it's an actual it's an actual meeting. Yes, that's and employees a, come out of there. They're yes, dude, happy to go to work. Fucking love it. I love it, dude. Yeah. Now, here's the other thing I'm going to say about that principle: is defaulting your calendar. Is this only apply to business, or is defaulting your calendar applied to being a champion CEO regarding your personal life as well? Definitely. Definitely. Guys, this is a huge principle. Okay. Understand this. What you put your calendar is what you get out of your calendar. Okay. Your profits and your cash flow. And I'll give a third one. And your life as being a champion CEO of your life is a direct correlation to what you allow and don't allow into your calendar. That's all I'm going to say. You want more information on this? Join the contractor tips group. We've got the templates for you guys for free in there regarding, you know, the top five money-making meetings, the agendas and shit like that. Okay. Um, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it. That's going to get you started, but it's not going to give you the whole structure of what has to happen in what order and stuff. Okay. Next one. What would be the next 
I strategy. implemented electronic timesheets. Why is uh, that so important? Any any SIFS company that has more than two employees that they don't monitor, they're not on site with them, is it'll pay for itself. We're talking. There's multiple companies. Yeah. The one I'm using is 100 bucks a month. Yep. Um, Go ahead, tell them. I'm using the QuickBooks one. Yep, T-Sheets. T-Sheets, um, guys, is fucking killer. Yeah, it's 100 bucks a month. A little bit more than 100 bucks a month. Uh, I save I save probably 300 bucks a week in payroll <laughs> using that. All right, so, so here's – Ben, well, I got to jump out on this one. I, I hear this all the time, okay, everybody listening in. And this is going to be a different podcast, but I'm just going to drop a little seed. People are like, I'm investing in Bitcoin. I'm doing this and this. I, you know, talk to other contractors. Say, yeah, man, I'm putting my time here. I'm like, dude, dude, stop. Whatever you think you can get out of those things. Yeah. Your greatest ROI is to, first of all, focus in on your business. Like, what are you talking about? Here's a prime example. Here's Benoit. He just said it, guys. A hundred bucks a month. He gets 300 back, and he's just getting warmed up, by the way. I know he is. 300 bucks a week. You tell me where you can go to a racetrack, a fucking stock market. You put 100 bucks in the slot, chick, chick, and minimum, guys, he's getting what back? 1,200. He puts one in. It's a 12. It's like a gearbox of money. Yeah. It's a, a 1 to 12 gearbox. Is it true? It's true. Every month. Yeah. Every month. Oh, by the way, uh, does it take a lot of this? Hey, where's your where's your uh, where's your uh, paperwork? Where's your fucking uh, where's your hours? Doesn't that take that out of it? Out of the yeah. equation? Yeah. I just get an email at the end of the week on the Sunday. I get an email. Every all the hours are there. Send it to uh, the next office, and it's done. Uh, okay. So, so Ben Wall just gave you guys a twelve to one ratio, and we haven't even talked about the the uh, you know the sleepless hours he had before trying to track it. He, we're not, to, he, he used to have a fucking papers all over the fucking tracking guys. Hey man, I'll hand it in, in accuracy, handing it in late, having, you know, conflicts with the clients. I mean, am I just, am I on the right path here? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. He wasn't here for that time. Hey, what do you mean you're building me for the, like, right? One thing profit of contractor told me, uh, I learned with profit of contractor, I should have known that, but numbers, numbers don't lie. No. That's right, and, I, yeah. and I challenge any size company and 10 plus employees to calculate totally. how much 15 minute per day costs. It's, they it's, don't, it's, scary. it's, it's scary. impossible unless you have that kind of system. Yeah. Okay. You guys, I don't give a shit. You'd be sitting there with a fucking calculator all day going through fucking written. What do you put there? What's this for? How is that a nine or is that a six? Is that a four? Is that a like, what is that? Like, right. Okay. Love it. That allows you, that allows him just to give some insight. Everybody It allows Benoit on timesheets to go do what back costing job costing efficiency of the teams who works better with who, who's fucking right. Who's clocking in. Who's not like, where are they at? What happened? Did this, did I quote enough on this job? Did I quote, uh, you know, too much on this job? Like guys, it, that there in itself, tracking the data, the hours is massive. Correct. Benwell? Oh yeah, definitely. That yeah. in conjunction with the C with a good CRM and 
stress, the, the amount of stresses and the, the amount of stresses, the amount of accuracy you have now is tremendous. Uh, mm-hmm. I love it. Okay. Last one before we wrap it up. What's be the last strategy? So he just gave you 12 to one ROI. Okay, guys, he gave you like massive in his, in his realm, which is just use your own calculation. Like he's up hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I was just saying, I can see hundred grand extra in profits, you know, as far as being able to be more efficient with his time and things of that nature. What's the last one? Number three. Pricing profitably. Yes. Yeah, but come on, Benoit. It's really simple. You just take the hours and the material and then you're good to go, right? Add the, add 20, 30, 40% and you're golden. No, not even. <laughs> Tell us about that. Price not even close. Um, I was probably pro- pricing at, on a good day, 10%, 8% net profit when I thought I was pricing at like 40 and 50 uh, no, just never took in consideration the actual operating costs. So now I'm pricing 40, I'm pushing 45 right now above my operating costs on my quotes and I'm still getting the jobs. Some jobs I'm not, some, some jobs are coming by, oh, you're way too expensive. Oh, well, next one. Yep. I'll, I'll do, I'll do one profitably instead of two mediocre ones. Totally, dude. Totally. Okay. So, so pricing profitably. Now, we don't have time to get into the details of it, but everybody listening in, I'm just, the Coles notes is this. These lights in my office, Benoit's office, the paper on his table that you can see if you're watching the video. Okay. Lots of it. <laughs> Lots of it. Right. Well, dude, you're still, I can see you're organized, dude. I love it. Okay. The, the, the cost for the, for the phone, the cost for the hydro, the cost for the lease on the trucks, the cost, the cost, the cost of all these things, guys, just can let you know mm-hmm. is going to be different for every single person listening in on this podcast. So we got thousands and thousands and thousands of people listening on this podcast. People are like, are you telling me that every single person's going to be different? And I'm going to go, Yes. And they're going to go, okay, so what's that got to do with anything? So if your expenses to run your business is different, then don't you have to charge differently to make sure you cover those expenses and make a profit? Hopefully this is hitting a nerve. The answer is yes. So Benoit, where did you get this percentage in the past? Was it through, you know, your, you know, your, your father, was it just, it, just a guess? Was it from other people? Other contractors. Oh, I, I take 30 points. I take 40 points. I take 20 points. Uh, yeah. And not everybody's the same. Volume's not the same. The, you can't, you base yourself on your own company. Your numbers don't lie. They, totally. Dude, I'm not going to lie. I had to get some help in to learn how to read those financial reports. I'm an yes. electrician. I'm <laughs> I can wire a house. I can wire a building. I can build conduit. I, I can connect transformers. I couldn't read the financial reports. <laughs> Interesting, right? And here's the thing, guys. I'm going to pick on Ben Wall just for a second, and we're going to wrap this up. I'm not putting down other trades. I'm not saying that you guys don't need to learn what I'm about to say, but definitely because I'm a sparky, Okay. And I know a lot of other trades. Electricians need to learn math. 
you cannot become a, I'm, I guarantee, I know this for a fact. You know, I became an industrial controls licensed electrician, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. We all need to learn Ohm's law. We all need to learn, you know, Kirchhoff's law. We all need to learn series and parallel. That's math. Mm-hmm. Some of this math we could, some of the kids are learning in fucking high school. It's still math. So what's that mean? Every contractor uses math. Okay. And what Benoit is talking about is not integrals and derivatives. It's not Laplace transform. It's not fucking trig everybody, which I know you had to learn phase angles and all this shit. We're not going to get into that. It is literally basic math. The problem guys. So that, what, what, I'm telling you that because you can all do it. Correct Benoit? Yep. But you need to know where to get the data. You need to know how to find the data and you need to know how to use the data. So you all have the ability to do this. The problem is that, Benoit said it. Did anybody show you Benoit before you came to us? Nobody in trade school. Nobody ever, ever. No accountant, no bookkeeper. No, right? No. No. And now I check it twice every two or three times a month. I just, it takes two minutes. I love it. So dude, let's wrap this baby up. What what would you say is the top? if If somebody's driving in their truck, or maybe maybe it's a husband wife team. So you know maybe maybe they're in the office. I don't know. And you don't want them to make the same mistake that you made three years ago. What would you say to them? Don't wait. Mm-hmm. Just, like I said before, it's not it's not worth the stress. It's not worth. Uh, yes, you're gonna have to put in some work. You're gonna have to. It's not not, not nothing is done for you. But the tools are there, the, the data is there, the coaches are there, and they'll no bullshit too. They they, they will they will call you on on your own shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I had an instance. Uh, oh yeah, I'm gonna do that a week after, two weeks after. I get another meeting with the coach. Did you do it? No. Why? Because I had no reason. And they they called me out on it. Um. Just do it. We all need to be held accountable. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah. No, no. For our best interest, right? Like we need to be held accountable. We're accountable to our children. We're accountable to our our partners. We're accountable. Who are we accountable to in our business? Problem is nobody, right? And that's one of the biggest problems. You need to be held accountable to your success. That people are looking out for your success with the right tools and the right systems. Whether it's us, everybody listening, this no sales pitch, whether it's us, profit contractors, or, or some other place, you've got to have the right level of accountability with the right guidance. And don't try to figure it out 18 hours later. You know, you know what I mean? 18, it's 1,800 hours later. Right, Benoit? Yeah. It's Dude, it's, it's, what's that? It's, it is. It's a lot. It's, a, it's our it's life. A it's our life. What yeah. really? It's like our part of our life is being sacrificed here, right? Yeah. All right, dude. Thank you so much. Um, I think this is amazing, and uh, it's still a journey. It's it's a continued journey, and I can't wait to see more results with you know even with what you've applied because these are lifelong principles, right? Not just one week or one month or one year. These are lifelong right. principles. There's, there's way more to do. There's there's a lot exciting. More- and but i'm looking forward to it all right brother thank you so much guys we'll see you on the next no bullshit podcast and maybe i'll have you back benoit let's get some more results to catch on the flip later thanks man bye bye
Hey, Rockstar, I hope that you enjoyed that one. I mean, if you did like this podcast, leave a review, leave a comment. You know, this will help us a lot to keep you bringing the gold, keep help uh, allowing you to delegate, dominate, and deliver so you can take your contracting business to the next level. Now, make sure you subscribe to get the latest teachings and insights, and we will see you back here for another No Bullshit podcast. No, seriously, no bullshit.